So here we are, time for another sparkling edition of the Thought Police. Uh, I'm Mike Graham, you're Matt Kelly. I you am. were just telling me that we're uh, doing rather well in the, the charts well, we're, on iTunes. Well, according to iTunes, we're mm. like number 40-something in the all-time bestsellers in really? the news category. Yeah. That's very good. Well, we keep getting recommended um, yeah. on on in very good company, I'd have to say. So thank yeah. you to everybody who's listening. Indeed. Um, and in fact, I did put out a... I mean, we may have to do it on Thursday. I did put out a little message on Twitter the other day with the uh, email address on. Yeah. So you might find there's a few emails knocking oh, about, so we might have a look for those. We will. Um, but we should really talk about uh, the big story of the moment, uh, which was the storm yeah. from the weekend. Amazing. Because, I mean, I don't know where you were, mm. but I was down in Sussex, and we were having all kinds of... I was going, nah, it's never going to be as bad as they say, because I'm now convinced, basically, that the, the authorities, the powers that be, <laughs> never, ever want a repeat of 1987. Michael, Michael Fish. Fish said, don't worry about the hurricane, there's not going to be a problem. The silly lady is yes, found in, apparently. I know. <laughs> I was just telling somebody the story, actually, about that, because uh, I was on honeymoon, believe it or not, in France, having just got married. I, I can believe it, in because you must have had about 27 honeymoons I've only had one honeymoon, <laughs> really? okay. I've had many honeymoon periods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I've only had one honeymoon. Very exotic, because I was living in New York at the time. Had a great party. Got married in Park Avenue. Had a party. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Had a party in a church on Park Avenue. Nice. Thirty About 37th and, uh, and Park. Yeah. Um, had a party at a friend's house, a loft in Greenwich, in Soho, actually. Lovely. Um, then had a night at the... Um, one of the big hotels in New York, which is a present from my sister, um, and then had another party on the Sunday at a pub, and then went to the airport and yeah. flew to Nice. Yeah, and there's no greater place. I don't know if you ever you for, know, a whole, flown, for a honeymoon. For a honeymoon, yeah, yeah. you've flown into Monte Carlo in a helicopter many times. Room, so. yeah. But when you fly into Nice, it was one of those Elizabeth Taylor moments where yeah. you come off the, you see the mountains and the sea, yeah. and you walk down the old gangplank or yeah. whatever it is, the stairs. The gangplank. And there you are, and you're suddenly <laughs> in this really exotic part of the world, and you feel like the, the you know, the king of kings. That's and when you great. know you're flying economy is when you get a gangplank to walk off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm afraid it was economy, I think. Um, I wasn't well, that well off. But, um, but we didn't know anything about it because, yeah. of course, it was all happening in Britain yeah. and it didn't really happen in France. It was mad, we knew I'm... about it, we drove all the way up yeah. to Calais because I was going to have another party in London and um, got to Calais, I think, and we were planning to go on, a, on the hovercraft for the first time ever um, and it wasn't running because of the sea. Yeah. And I went, what's wrong? And they went, well, it's very rough. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're joking. And then we got to Dover and there was a, there was a ferry capsized. That's right, I remember in the it harbor. well, yeah. That's Unbelievable. Right. They were queuing outside the harbour, weren't they, yeah. to get anything? Yeah. I mean, I, so funnily enough, I, um, I was talking about this to my daughter this morning and said, here, what, here's the funny thing, mm. uh, and showed them the Michael uh, Fish oh, yeah. clip. Right. And then, and then saw a load of Google images from mm. that storm. And okay. it was insane. It was. I mean, there were like... Buildings torn yeah. to bits, the things getting their roofs torn off. It was a proper my, hurricane. My parents' road, which was in Hampstead at the time, had about three trees down. Yeah. You know, just in the middle of the road. Cars crushed. Yeah. And Did it, it coincide with Dutch Elm disease? It or was might, that something... I don't know. No. I'm not sure. I can't the, say. Because I think it was the same sort of ta- time mm. that we got struck by Dutch Elm and disease. And lost a lot of Dutch Elm Hence trees. No Dutch Elm trees. No, it's right. Yeah. Absolutely right. But, I mean, this one was yeah. quite bad, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, very bad. Um, Did you see the pictures of the trampolines kind yeah. of blowing onto railway tracks? Well, do you know tracks? what? I mean, what sort of an idiot has that kind of thing in the garden? You don't tie it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or do you think it's going to be all right? Well, I have to say, I did... Uh, I did have to phone my gardener to say, can you put a couple of sandbags on that trampoline in our garden, please? I know, because, yeah, yeah I mean, part of the... But, I mean, when they started announcing, like, South Eastern did this on the Saturday, yeah. basically said um, that they weren't running any trains. And you kind of go, well, hang on a second, you don't have to stop all the trains. Surely you could run some trains, yeah. even if they go really slowly. Yeah. 
because you there's a trampoline so, in the way or something. Yeah. And also, if there is a trampoline, we can't two guys just lift it off the track. It's just so crap, though, isn't it? it the is way crap. we approach transport in this country. Well, is it though? Because I think I mean, well, look, you know, I mean, if they can go through, they drive trains through like Siberia, yeah. the Trans-Siberian Express. Yes. I mean, do they, if they cancelled that every time, it was a bit blowy outside. But maybe they don't get any trampolines on the track, though. Mm, I mean, because so they haven't got enough no. money to buy them. Not so but many. what about, I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying, but equally, things like, I'll tell you what annoys me when they say things like the Gatwick Express, you know, please only travel on the Gatwick Express if it's absolutely necessary. Well, why do you think you're on yeah. the Gatwick Express? It's because you're going you. to Gatwick. I mean, nobody to wants get... to go to Gatwick unless it's absolutely no. necessary. And what about all these poor people that were trying to land in planes? And there was yeah. this kind of... Um, I was talking to one of my producers today. She said that she got sort of looped into this... Um, somehow this this uh, website, yeah. which was just showing planes landing in wind. And she was like, I couldn't stop Ooh, looking yeah, at no, it. I know. I couldn't stop looking at there it. There was one the other day, though, landing at... I think it was at Heathrow, mm. and it was a, like a big BA jet. Yeah. And it, and it came in. It was on its side. Yeah. And then they touched it down. Right. And then he went on for about 20 yards and then took off again. Amazing. Incredible. And skill. Was, I mean, the yeah. skill of these guys. Yeah, because if you think... I mean, you're literally driving something around the yeah. size of... Yeah. You know, Wembley. Yes. It's, I mean, it's not just well, the not size sure of your house. Well, I'm not sure they're that big, are they? Well, I mean... Planes the size of Wembley. Well, I mean, maybe not quite as big as that, but bigger <laughs> than your house. But bigger than... You know, when you talk about driving, it's like driving something as big as your house. Bigger than that. Yeah. You think if you stood on the ground underneath yeah. a jumbo jet... And more aerodynamic as well. Well, you, still, you stand on... By the way, loads of people have sent footage of uh, flying cars, which have been... I've seen all of that. Have you seen all that? They're called planes. No, they're... Well, yeah, but the point is they, they do exist, though. But the point is, right, that if you if you stand on the tarmac of any airport runway... Yeah. ...and you look up... Oh, they're at, enormous, yeah. ...at the jumbo jet that's they're standing enormous. above you, I mean, that is a lot bigger than just a house. If you it? ever go to... Uh, if you drive around La Periferique... In uh, in Paris, oh, you go yeah. under. Where is that? Well, it's the it's like the M twenty five. Oh, is that like right. okay? Right. So there's I think there's two. I think there's an outer and an inner. Okay. So, but the outer one sort of rings Paris, right. and and part of it goes underneath the runway oh, at yeah. uh, Charles de Gaulle oh, Airport. Okay. And four oh five does that in in California. Right. It goes underneath LAX. Right. If you're lucky enough to get the timing, mm. your car sort of goes under yeah, while yeah. the jumbo's going across, yes. and you are right. It's I mean, huge. The, the scale is it's staggering. Unbelievable. Yeah. It might not be Wembley, but certainly Stanford Wembley Bridge size. Certainly Stanford Bridge size. You know, which is a bit smaller. Thirty five thousand. But you know, it is terrifying though. I I decided to drive up to uh, to London. I thought I'll do it while it's still light because at least then if you're going to hit something, yeah. you know, yeah. because it's I mean it's bad enough driving on the A21 without there being a massive storm. Yeah, and there was twigs everywhere. Twigs. Like, yeah, there was bits of bits of trees. How slowly were you driving? No, to there notice was twigs. Well, because there was a lot of them. <laughs> There was loads of them, right? Um, yeah. And people were actually driving quite sensibly, which was good. Yeah. Um, and there was quite a lot of surface water on bits of it, but it, you know, it didn't feel at any point dangerous until in your Range Rover. Well, course. in the Range Rover, yeah. because that's why you have a car. Like exactly. That. You yeah. know, if you live in uh, somewhere where you don't need a four by four, then don't yeah. people go, "Oh, you don't need one of those in Britain." Well, you do now. Yeah. Because of you know so-called climate change. Well, I had a moment the other day. Did in you? My, I did on a very wet day coming yeah. back from Norwich and on the A11. Can they get this. wet electric cars? Because I've been not, driving... Is there not a risk of a shock? <laughs> well, yes, no, it's a serious I mean, question. Can they do that kind of crossing mm. rivers thing? Yeah. don't know. Anyway, find out soon, I'm sure. Right. But I was driving, uh, and I've driven like four by fours for yeah. a, a decade or more. Yeah, we had that huge Volvo. Yeah, so it? I'm just used to having like the foot on the on the mm. bottom of the accelerator right. permanently. I thought Teslas were, were four by They're not four by fours? No, you can get them yeah. four by fours. Right. We got the cheaper one. Right. And... Uh, 
Anyway, came out of this uh, roundabout and just sort of gassed it a bit. Right. And the whole thing fishtailing <laughs> along. Oh, <laughs> That's a nightmare. Oh, I once took a... Uh, there was. A, do you, remember, you might remember a story years ago um, of a couple in France who were on, um, you know, on holiday, basically, and they had decided to go for a, a, a trip somewhere. And they noticed that there was this car following them yeah. um, for quite a long period of time. And they started to get more and more concerned that this guy was, like, going to rob them. Yeah, and it started to appear as if that was going to be the case, and yeah. they kind of took off, and this guy's followed at like high speed. Turns out the guy who was driving the car on holiday had done one of these advanced driving courses. Yeah, um, up at uh, Silverstone or somewhere, right? Right. And so he did a kind of handbrake turn a couple of times and got away. Right. <laughs> so you know, I was like, they, I was a reporter at the time for the Express. They said, right, you're going to go and do one of these courses, right? But was the guy following them? Yeah. Oh right. Turned out so he was, was yeah. a bad guy. So he was, he was yeah. a bad wow. guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and somehow they realised that. I don't know yeah. whether he, he hit them or something happened. Yeah, and they, it was the know, gunfire coming was, through yeah, the rear the gun, window. The random gunfire. <laughs> anyway, so I went up to Silverstone, right, um, where they've got a sort of rally driving course. And it was great fun, yeah. um, but terrifying. But yeah. I learned how to do that understeer and oversteer yeah. and like sliding the car around. And it really? was an old Ford Escort, right, that you got in. There's nothing in it at all apart from just, you know, some sort of a cage that you sat with the, uh, yeah. the, the, the guy. And I thought, this is fantastic. I'm really good at this, right? Yeah. And I was going, I mean, you're li he's literally telling you to drive at a wall. Yeah. And you kind of, everything in your head is going, this is madness. <laughs> but just at the last minute, you turn the wheel, yeah. you pull up the handbrake, and it, and it and shifts it the back of the along. car. And oh. then you gun it, and you take off. Right? Have you seen those guys where they sort of like, there's a parking space and there's no room, yes. but they sort of slide it yes. in there. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Yeah. But, of course, he then says, right, he says, now that you've done that and you've actually done quite well, I was yeah. doing it about 45 miles an hour yeah. around this track and it was all mud and everything, flying everywhere. Yeah. Um, he said, I'm going to show you how it's really done. He went He went around the track at 90. Oh, my God. And I'm going... Were you in the, in the passenger seat? And I'm in the seat? passenger seat, yeah. But we were wearing crash helmets. So it was all fine. Yeah. But he was brilliant. I mean, he was a proper yeah. rally driver. But yeah. he was driving at the wall at 90. That's Whereas I've been driving at 40, you know. That's and the great. funny thing was, I, I had, at the time, I had a Vauxhall Calibra, mm -hmm. which was a real kind of... They were pimp, quite tasty, weren't they? Yeah. up sort of Vauxhall sports car. Yeah. It turned out uh, I had to give it up in the end for Brian Hitchin, who was the editor of the Daily Star, because right. he crashed his car. <laughs> right. And they, this was the best car they had in the fleet, and they're like, you're going to have to give that to Hitchin. Right. Um, but I, so I got back in this car to come back down the M1. And before I knew what was going on, I was doing about 145 miles an hour yeah. coming down the M1 because yeah. I'd been in this kind of speed yeah, yeah. Uh, place, you know. Yeah. Um, and I and suddenly couldn't had to go, adjust. Christ, yeah. yeah. It was Scary. amazing. Scary. So, so, I mean, I've always quite fancied doing that. Yeah. Do you know, here's I'd... a secret that's interesting. I went to um, Universal Studios with the kids oh, yeah. about a few years ago and uh, they do this kind of uh, stadium thing with stunt drivers and yeah. all of that. And they expose one of the tricks of the trade, which is, you know, if you see like a car chase thing and you see a car in reverse mm. driving at like oh, yeah. 40 miles an hour yes. in reverse down yeah. a narrow alley right. and not hitting anything. Right. And you think, my God, that guy can reverse yes. a car quickly. Right. Well, apparently there's a, well, they showed us there was a, there's a driver in the boot right. with a steering wheel in the boot <laughs> facing backwards right. and with a little sort of slit <laughs> that you can look through. And so the, he's just sitting there driving normally. Why, in don't reverse. They just, why don't they just reverse the film? I mean, wouldn't that be easier? It would be easier, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to think why it wouldn't work. Well, if you hit a dustbin, for instance, <laughs> what do? Well, no, do, because you film yourself going forward. Wouldn't all the stuff forward. flying no, out of the dustbin no, you fly film, back in? No, you film yourself driving forward, right? Yeah. And then you just play it back, backwards, don't you? <laughs> and then you you're basically going far. You, the only thing is, you wouldn't be looking back. Yeah, but all of the sort of gust of the wind as you passed would be behind you, in, a, yeah, and, and then when you played it back, it'd be in front of you. 
It would well, be defying well, the laws could, of physics. I'm sure you could CGI the hell out of that, couldn't you? <laughs> By the way, what about the Oscars? The Oscars, yes. um, you know, these great movies that were made, The yeah. Irishman, yeah. nothing, nothing. No. which is as I suspected it would be. Yeah. And also the other one, Once Upon a Time in... Um, in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Although Brad Pitt got Best Supporting Actor. Did he? For for that, yeah. OK. And I, but I thought Leo DiCaprio's... Uh, but you thought they, between them, would have got a bit more than that. Yeah. Well, what got f- the best film was this best thing, film is this Parasite, South which Korean I haven't seen thing. yet. I haven't seen it. And either. apparently, if anyone tells you anything about it, it ruins it, so I'm not going to even go there. I'm not even going to see it. I don't, Are you not? I, no. Why it's meant to be amazing. Well, why? What's well, I don't about? know. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole bloody point. Well, I've yeah, got no that, idea. People will always say, oh, it's really amazing because it's <laughs> South Korean, right? <laughs> Oh, that's f- not... fantastic! Why is it never won? And why is this guy never won anything before? Well, he's just won. He's cleaned up every award yeah. on the planet now, right. and you're sitting there going, "It's because he's South American." I'm not Do you saying, think it's no, like South some Korean. Sort of South Korean? Do you think it's some sort of woke response? Well, it could from be the various could academies. Be. I mean, you know, old Joaquin Phoenix spent the best oh, part of the him. evening telling us not to drink yeah. milk. Brad Pitt was very funny, though. Brad Pitt was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked his Jeff Bezos joke. Very good. Which was very good. But he's becoming a very funny guy. Yeah. Well, he's... did you see the article saying that he's got script writers writing his acceptance speeches? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because the jokes why, are good. Because why wouldn't you? You yeah. just hire a lot. He's probably hired the Saturday Night Live team. Yes. Because he's got that much money. Of course. You, you know. know, to write your speech for He'll you. Probably do it for free. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah, I Who know. Wouldn't, you I know. suppose so, yeah. He looks good, doesn't he? He's 56 years old, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, he doesn't look as good as he used to. I Well, who does? Well, that's true. I think if I had hair, I'd mm. probably be in the sort of ballpark. You're, you're quite uh, rugged-looking, though. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? No, I, I would say I'm I mean, not a bad-looking guy. Does your wife but... ever compliment you on your looks? No. No? No. That's never going to happen, is it? No, no, no. She just says that. She calls me the ugly bald. That's nice. Yeah, to the kids. That's nice. So the kids now call me the ugly bald. Right. Shut up, ugly yeah, bald. that's nice. Yeah. So you right. have no... Res- they show you no respect. No. No, that's shocking. None. Well, at least it's kind of... You know where you stand. I suppose so. You yeah. expect no special treatment. You know where you stand. All I say to my lot is that all I want from you lot is a little bit of gratitude from time to time. You know, Dream a bit from me. Do you, you know, get any? Supplying you with a lifestyle to which you've become accustomed. Yes, They're exactly. always moaning about, you know... I've told them this year, you know, the year of the short corn because I've had to pay a big tax bill. Oh, have you? And they're all moaning and groaning because we, <laughs> we might have to go to Dubai, you know, off-season. <laughs> Because it'll be cheaper, you know. Well, we really want to go. I said, well, I've got to go to Dubai to see my daughter. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper if I go on my own, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe we could try that. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, well, why wouldn't we go with you? You know, because I, I dread Dubai. I haven't been there since the 90s when oh, I went on a, on a... I must say, I've been, I went there about five or six years ago and I wasn't it's expensive, totally enamoured it? with it. Isn't it really um, expensive? I've d- I... I can't remember that. All I can I remember is... It sounds to me like maybe it's just my daughter's uh, lifestyle because she's yeah. spoiled as well. But, you know, <laughs> they, they, she all seems to be in very expensive restaurants. Yeah, I oh, know. I mean, for sure. The, and the drinks the, are the, the, Oh, well, the drinks, obviously, because it's it's kind of only for tourists, mm. isn't it? But the... Uh, I mean, the quality of the hotels. I remember staying in the Giorgio Armani Hotel yeah. and it was everything you'd imagine well, it would that, be. Yeah. yeah. Was it everyone yeah. dressed in black? Everyone dressed in black. <laughs> all the girls were size six. Right. And all the blokes had kind of white stubble mm. and looked very suave. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. I saw an amazing programme, actually, the other day, which was so weird that it was kind of mes- mesmerising. Yeah. In, in mesmeric. Mesmeric, there you go. It was about Ikea. 
Yeah. Oh, right. flat pack, something or other. Have I made a it? note to watch Have this. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. They've no. got this guy who's a right twat, by the yeah. looks of him, who's yeah. some kind of designer. Yeah. And then you've got him, he's all mic'd up, you know, like the way you would be at these things. And he's yeah. sort of, But he's got. He's surrounded by all sorts of different sofas. Yeah. And he's sitting on these sofas. And he right. starts talking about why bed is so important. Right. You know, like oh, some kind of Zen master. It helps you sleep. No, but like some kind of Zen master. Yeah. You know, and how it's a sort of, you know, for him it's a, you know, uh, it's an allegory of life. And, right. you know, how... People want beds to be <laughs> to sleep in. Yeah, but you look at you kind of going. What's yeah. he talking about? Yeah. Then they have this great meeting um, where they discuss what should be on the cover of the, the catalogue. Yes. Right? Which is crucial, isn't it? Which I suppose yeah. is crucial. I've seen something else and where they, they do this. And they have this yeah. um, sort of ethereal conversation about yeah. whether it should be something that people would have in their house. Yeah. Or whether it should be more kind of you know experimental looking, yeah, an eye catching, uh, an eye catching. Yeah. And do you know how many um, copies of their catalogue they print? A gazillion, two hundred and ten million. Good God! So when you talk about you know green, yeah, um, that's, things, a, yeah that's a point. that's a hell of. I mean, because it's all glossy, point. right? That's like half of Siberia. And then you've got to presumably ship it halfway around the world. Yeah. And they also sell his. I, mean, I can't believe I've become so like obsessed with this. Yeah. They sell a billion meatballs a year. Amazing. They're the tenth biggest producer of food <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Are they really? Yeah. God, well, Isn't that extraordinary? that's like McDonald's were the yeah. biggest purveyors of coffee in the country. Is that right? Yeah, I think they've been overtaken by Costa now. But yeah. oh, for for years and years and years, they sold more coffee. Here's, than a, here's an uh, you want about an allegory for modern life. The yeah. former. A, a bank in the, the, the town that I live in in Sussex, which was a Nat West, is now a Costa Coffee. Is it? Yeah. They've actually taken over the building. Amazing. You know, they, Amazing. Have, put, they have put a new um, cash machine outside. But they make nice. Um, they make nice. Uh, those big banks with those huge ceilings do make nice Costa Coffee. And Cafe well, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan of. Costa Did you see coffee. talking of IKEA though? Yeah. That they'd closed one down. Yeah, in Coventry. In Coventry. And uh, your mate, mine, Terry Christian, made a Ugh. twat of himself, I, blaming it on Brexit. Really? Yeah, that's do a funny surprise thing. me. I don't know why people keep giving him airtime. We've said this before, haven't we? Yeah. What is wrong with people giving him... Well, he's just a circus act. Well, he's an idiot. Yes. A total idiot. Yeah, but he's not the only idiot who gets it. That's true. Yeah. There, there's a lot of idiots about. But I suspect that he has sort of started to cross a few lines. He won't, you can't see him going back on Good Morning Britain, for instance, could you? Well, I wouldn't have thought so. No. But although maybe Piers likes getting him in there. Well, yeah. He's too soft a target for Piers. Piers is better than it's that. Too easy. Yeah, yeah too, too easy. easy. Speaking of soft targets, yeah. how about Sinn Féin? <gasps> hey? Amazing. Now let's talk about that because yeah. uh, I think it's quite interesting that the the, the whole Leo Varadkar yeah. um, sort of experiment appears to be done. Well, isn't it interesting how your perception of a leader outside of the country is like completely different to the actual mm. reality? Yeah. I remember Margaret Thatcher when she got kicked out. Obviously, the whole of Britain was heartily sick of it, yeah. but people outside could not believe it. Did you see? People by the in the way? states couldn't believe it. No, I know. Did you see in the Daily Mail today? No. They have a double-page spread, I don't know why, on Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Encompassing a panel on the side, how to get the Margaret Thatcher look. <laughs> I mean, have they finally gone mad over at Northcliffe House? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. How to get the Margaret yeah. Thatcher look. And it talks, it describes how her lips were much fuller than you could realise. And well, actually... who, well, didn't uh, Chirac said she had... Uh... What was it? She had lips like Caligula. And, Is that what he said? And, no, eyes like Caligula and lips like Marilyn Monroe. She had very hooded said. eyes, apparently, yeah. which she apparently, according to the mail, tried to uh, disguise. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. No. And also, I don't care. And do you know her voice? Mm. So she started off, she was quite squeaky, quite yeah. high-pitched. Right. And she had voice lessons to say, talk lower, Margaret, mm. and people will take you more seriously. And, and they did. 
Right. I had, a great, I had a great regress. Mark Thatcher story Go on. to tell you. I was flying back from Dallas to New York one time. And yeah. I, I hadn't been doing a story about him. I'd been doing a story about something else. Yeah. But he, at one time, lived in Dallas because he was married to the daughter of one of the biggest car salesmen in, in Texas. Right. If you remember. Yeah. And there was a beautiful um, hotel called the Mansion on Turtle Creek. Yeah. Which I never actually ever stayed in, but you'd always hang around because that was where all the old barons were and all that. <laughs> anyway, I got on a plane. Uh, to go back to New York, somehow got myself upgraded to business, yeah. right? And then realised immediately that in front of me was Mark Thatcher yeah. with one of his mates. Right. And he didn't shut up for the whole oh, trip. God. Droning on and on about some business deal. Over right? privilege. It was all quite interesting. I was yeah. busy taking notes behind him, you know. <laughs> and I thought, I can't let this go. So when we landed, I stood up um, and I said, uh, hello, Mark. And he went, hello. Um, I said, my name's Mike Graham. I'm from the Sunday Times. Yeah. And he went, oh, <laughs> Were you sitting behind us? I said, yeah. I just looked at him. <laughs> it was great. Was and crazy. he realised that he had made a total uh, arse of himself oh, by giving away all this information that he should never have given. Fantastic. And because, you know, in those days, nobody said, oh, you can't use that. It's yeah. on a plane. He was no. in a public place. Absolutely right. You know. Absolutely so right. So we nailed him the next week, I think. Very good. Going yeah. back to Sinn Féin, though. Yes. I mean, it you is... get from there to there. It, well, I don't know. I, I went off a tangent about something. But, yeah. Um, it is... Uh, it's crazy, isn't it, that... Well, I mean, Sinn Féin has this massive association with the IRA, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But that's that. whether that has changed completely or... Well, I mean, there are those who will changed, tell you that it know. hasn't changed. Yeah. I think it has. I, yeah. think, I think, you know, the world of politics moves on, doesn't it? Um, I mean, Jerry Adams is, like, well out the picture. Yeah. McGuinness is dead. Yeah. Uh, so it's... And, and the women that run it... Yeah. Uh, Seem to be really strong, competent, right. clever people. Yeah, so. and, and then they, they don't appear to have the baggage from that particular no. era. I think what happens is that in the North, maybe, they still have that connection to some of the dissident yeah. groups, partly because the Catholics in the North, north of Ireland um, are very community-based and That's they're right. very Republican yeah. and they want the United Ireland and all that. It yeah. seems to me that in, in Dublin and in the rest of Ireland, in the Republic... They're more interested. They were certainly not campaigning on the United Ireland. They weren't campaigning no. on anything other than just the economy. Yeah, and they weren't even campaigning that much on the EU. And so Virag is in in trouble now. He isn't is. He? You know, apparently he's being told by friends mm. uh, to just give it up and retire. Really, really, walk away. God, he's only about sixty. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it seems only like yesterday that he became the the tea shop. Yeah, yeah. But it shows you just how interesting the world of politics has now become because yeah. it's very clear in most places around the world. That coalitions are the way forward. Yeah, and yet here in in London, it's yeah. the exact opposite. Well, I I think that is that because the other parties are so useless. Well, no, it's just because of the system, isn't mm. it? Because if you'd if you'd have had a first past the post system here in 2015, you would have had a I think you'd have well you you would definitely have had a coalition mm. government. And and if you remember Cameron scraped through and when got you a majority. When you say, do you mean a, 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 a not a first-past-the-post system? Sorry, yes, I beg your pardon. I mean, if you had proportional representation, yeah. PR, uh, Cameron wouldn't have got a majority mm. in 2015. Yeah. Uh, and you would... And it's, in fact, looking at it now with the sort of weakness of Labour and the... Uh, I mean, obviously, Boris Johnson's got a big majority now, but would... Uh, it'd be very interesting to know what would have been the effect if we'd have had PR in the yeah. last... Election. And well, I suspect... one of the reasons the Irish situation is so difficult to, to figure out is because they've got... It's worse than just PR. It's single yeah. transferable vote. Yes. So you have to go through this kind of torturous process of round one, then round two, then yeah. round three, until you get to the end. Um, and it's entirely possible that by the time it's finished, that Sinn Féin will be the biggest party. Yeah. 
but not having enough but for a majority. With only twenty four percent or twenty five percent. The other two have, have sworn not to make yeah. any alliances. Well, one with of them, them might not Varadkar's lot, but the other lot, Fina yeah. uh, Fail, I think. Fina Fail. I think they're now making noises about certain things that they would have to change if they were going to if they were going to do it. Right. But that would put Fida Gale out of power for a generation. Yeah. Probably. But that, I mean, those two parties have had had it boxed off for yeah. a long, long time. So yeah. I think all, you know, change is good. Let's all embrace it. Well, I know. think it's going to be interesting, except for the fact, and this is where your point of view would be interesting. You know, what about the United Ireland situation? Yes. What about what about whether it would change? Because they're now quite pro-EU, Sinn Fein. I mean, I can't believe they'd be more pro-EU than Varadkar was, but. You know, there will be those in the north who might be a bit worried about it because well, I think you know if you look at Sinn Fein and 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 clearly it's being not not just normalised but becoming or has become a perfectly respectable party and not just the sort of Catholic camp. I can't help but thinking that if Sinn Fein gets some role to play in governments in the Republic, that it will only in increase accelerate the unification, which well, I, think. I think I think is definitely going to happen. <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time. Do you? Yeah, because the demographics changing in the uh, in the Republicans' favour, you know, because they're largely Catholic. Catholics yeah. have more babies than right. Protestants. So, and are you telling me that there's fewer Protestants in Northern Ireland now as a percentage than there were? Yes. Is that true? Oh, ab- absolutely. Really? And that, de- the, 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 if you look at the line on the graph, if it hasn't already crossed, it's about to cross. Right. So that there's more Republican families in in uh, Northern Ireland than there are. Uh, well, it's been said, hasn't it, that Boris Johnson, in the end, would sacrifice giving up Scotland in order to get Brexit. Yeah. Would yeah. He sac- he sac- if that's the case... Well, I don't think it's going to be his choice. I think if there was a border poll in, in Northern Ireland tomorrow, yeah. given that they voted to remain yeah. and feel very strongly about all the hassle of the border and all of that, I think they would vote to, to it's still join the tribal, Republic. still isn't it? The very DUP, tribal. I mean, the DUP is not as important a party in yeah. Ireland as they were in Westminster under Theresa May's... Uh, no, that's room. right. But if but, you go to Belfast... Mm. I mean, if people think it's all, you know, love and roses, that it's mad. I mean, they've got these things called peace walls, yeah. which are like 50 feet right. high, dividing communities, mm. and they're still regularly getting I mean. uh, And also, they've still scraps. got the... Um, the Land Rovers have still got the skirts yeah, to come yeah, down yeah, so you yeah. can't throw a petrol bomb under them, and the police yeah, stations yeah. look like fortresses. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's absolutely no way that you can tell me that that is ready for unification I mean, in Ireland. I mean, it's a lot, lot better. No one's blowing each other up, thank Christ. No. But, it's, uh, but to, to sort of pretend that everything is harmonious is, is delusional. That's what I mean. So yeah. I think it's still quite a long way off yeah. in terms of, you yeah. know, those in Northern Ireland who don't want to leave the United Kingdom. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who still don't want to leave. Oh, I think there'd be absolute... And Edlund, don't forget, if they, they did were vote to leave, yeah. very much in the majority, weren't they? Yeah, of course they were, yeah. You know, the, the Protestant yeah. majority... Um, yeah. was the, what was supposedly with the RUC and everything, yeah. um, you know, kind of basically pressing down and, yeah. and, and debilitating the Catholic population. Right. But part of the Good Friday Agreement was that if ever there is a border poll, a vote, a mm. referendum, and the Northern Irish people vote for a majority to, and I think a simple majority, yeah. to uh, go back into the Republic, then it'll happen. And what would happen to the border then? Because all that talk there'd be of no the, border. Of, no, there'd be no border in Ireland. Yeah. I'm talking about between Ireland and Britain. Well, I mean, then, then it'd be, actually, that would get simpler because Britain would then the United Kingdom would then just be Wales, Scotland, mm. and uh, England, right. and so we'd be a self-contained island. Could we not? Could we keep the name of the United Kingdom? I suppose yeah. we could, couldn't yeah. we? Because it's the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Yeah. So you're still the United Kingdom of Great Britain. Yes, Without so Northern, Northern Ireland's Ireland. never been part of Great Britain no. anyway. Interesting. Yeah. 
It's weird, isn't it? Because uh, I don't know if you saw the story um, today as well about the building of this bridge. I think I've actually spoken to the guy that's, that's designed it. No, where's it going? It's a bridge between Northern Ireland and Scotland. Ah, but this is nonsense. No, though, it isn't. It? it is. No, isn't the guy it? has actually thrown thrown up, um, he's drawn up. He's drawn a picture. Yeah. With a, this is what you always say. You always say, oh, he's somebody's got, drawn a picture. Well, it's true, isn't it? No, he's it's a like you engineer. and your flying cars. No, he's a draftsman. He's yeah. an engineer, right? Oh, so, so a draftsman's yeah. drawn up a picture. Well, it's a bit different from me drawing. If I drew a Mate, picture I of a bridge. I could sit down and get a map of Scotland and Ireland and draw a bridge over it. If I drew, like, you know, my equivalent of the fourth rail bridge across, you know, because I could draw that. It would look very much like his, probably. No, it wouldn't. I think his looks are far more detailed and. Uh, very much so more complete so what's, technical drawing. We used to do it at school, technical yeah. drawing. So that's what, what the it thing, is. So hang on a minute. The thing you used to do at school, yeah. this bloke's done on a picture that's of like, Scotland that's like and Ireland. Saying, yeah, that's like saying oh, I used to do physics at school. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a physics professor. He must be a total twat <laughs> because he's doing what you did at school. No. <laughs> no, but physics professors do more than... Technical drawing. No, technical drawing means that you have to draw something yeah. exact, yeah. which can then be made. Yeah, so you're now convinced that <laughs> there's going to be... You're, you're, Listen, when is this bridge getting built? Well, it won't take... It'll take about 50 years, probably, no bridge. <laughs> I mean, you know, HS2, which they're going to say yes or no to, apparently, yeah. this week, is not going to be ready properly till about 2045. Is that right? Yeah. Come I mean, I'll be so dead by the time I'll they've got, dead, you know, yeah. two minutes quicker getting to God, London. You bring know. it up, the sooner the Unbelievable. better. Unbelievable. So you can imagine, you know, if the Chinese <laughs> are building it, they'd have it done by the end of February. Well, not you know. not, not today they wouldn't. What, you mean you're big, worried about the coronavirus? The, the old corona, yeah. Well, I still can't work out whether this is something to worry about or not. <sighs> I really don't. I mean, even though I keep getting this, you know, persistent cough. and <laughs> uh, I can't get me out of here! <laughs> I can't get rid of it. Well, I had this cold, right, that kind of went through Christmas. Yeah. Have you I been then, to Wuhan lately? I haven't been to Wuhan, no. no. I'm pretty sure, but although I did go quite near uh, Chinatown the other week, <laughs> but I don't think that counts, to be honest. I was in Leicester Square. Um, no, but, I mean, um, I then had that, you know, illness, you know, yeah. that 24-hour bug. Yeah. And then the cold came back. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little tickle. It's still in there. It's kind of, Yeah, I'm having to take I've got something. I've got a little virus in me that I can't shake. And no. It rears up But I did again. actually have a doctor on the show, and I said, how yeah. do I know I haven't got coronavirus? Yeah. And he said, you definitely haven't got it. But by the end of the conversation, he was saying it's very unlikely. Yeah, you might have. I said, well, so... It's one in a... I said, it's one in I, said I travel on the tube every Relax. day. It's possible. Have you heard about this guy who's the super spreader? Yes. Who's uh-huh. apparently a businessman, went to Singapore, yeah. then went to a skiing lodge, infected everybody on that. Yeah. They got a couple of planes. Yeah. And this guy's giving it to everybody. I know, he's right? spread it around the world. How do you know that you're not standing on the tube next to somebody who's giving it to you? It's these poor guys in the on the boat in Yokohama, I feel sorry. Oh, it's just the cruise. Well, yeah, there's yeah. three thousand people on right. this boat and, and every day. And they can't day, leave their room. They're all stuck in their rooms and right. every day the rate of infection's doubling. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's only I mean, a matter it's not of time. To be laughed at, I suppose. Have you also, ever read uh, there's a book called The Plague by Albert Camus, a famous the plague. existentialist Quite goalkeeper. A short book, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a brilliant Did story. Did you say existentialist goalkeeper? Yeah, Camus was like was a great a existentialist philosopher, but he was a fantastic goalkeeper as there's well. There's another Camus you're talking about, aren't you? No, 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 it's the same Camus. Really? Albert Camus, honestly, yeah, look him up. He was, he, a great goal- he was a great goalkeeper. I think he played for Algeria or something really? like this, or some first division <laughs> team in Algeria. He was really good, <laughs> really good. Did he not live in France? No, he was born in Algeria, yeah, know, which is why... Yeah, I moved to France, didn't he? Well, yeah, I'm sure they flitted, in, flitted in and out. Yeah. But anyway, this book, The Plague, it's yeah. a fabulous book. It is. With uh, 
a town getting locked down yeah. because there's bubonic plague yeah. in the town right. and being completely sealed mm. and sort of what happens to everybody right. and how people react. Yeah. And, no, it's and a fantastic book. I read it is, when yeah. I was quite young, actually. Yes. I might have to go back and read it again. It's very good. Well, I thought, you know, you could adapt it now mm. but set it on this cruise ship. Yeah. And everybody locked in, and it would be like the Poseidon adventure meets, you know, the Black Death kind of thing. <laughs> be great. Yeah, you could, like the Black Poseidon. You the could Black have. Death the Poseidon, Black Death Poseidon film adventure film. Two. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when Kelvin McKenzie went to um, the Cannes Film Festival? No. He had this idea, and I don't know why, but he had this idea. Titanic had just been out and was a massive hit, and McKenzie thought, right. "I know what I'll do." There's a sequel in this. This is the James Cameron version, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he had this idea, and the pitch was Titanic 2. Right. It missed the iceberg, right? <laughs> and, and Leslie Nielsen, right. the uh, guy from Police Squad, was playing the captain. Yeah. And the opening scene, and I think this is as far as they got, the opening scene was Nielsen grappling with some beautiful nubile, right. you know, stewardess right. on, on, on the bridge. Uh-huh. And they're heading towards the, um, the iceberg. Right. And they could, these two collapse into into the floor in right. an amorous uh, entanglement. And not the steering wheel. Her her bra strap gets caught on the uh, right. steering wheel and spins it round, and the ship goes past <laughs> the iceberg. That's as far as that they got. sounds like what a Kelvin's idea. Unsurprisingly, I don't think it got any fun. Strangely, I mean, funnily enough, did I not also see a statistic that said that they the film raised the Titanic cost more to yeah. make than actually when they tried to raise the Titanic? Do you not remember the great quote from Lou Grade, mm. who made the film? Yeah. He said. He said, "Raise the Titanic. They may have, they might, they'd have been better off lowering the Atlantic." <laughs> That's right. That was exactly right. Um, we've reached the end of the uh, of the show. Oh no! Surprisingly, so we... we haven't really talked properly about the coronavirus. We might have to do it on Thursday. Let's see. Uh, of course, by then we might have both got it. We might be dead. We could be. We shouldn't laugh. Should no, we? we shouldn't. It's no. not funny. It Wait, I'm not, not laughing. I'd any like laughing to... matter at all? Not at all. This it's is very the serious. Police. We'll be back on Thursday. Brad Pitt was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked his Jeff Bezos joke. Very good. Which was very good. But he's becoming a very funny guy. Yeah. Well, he's... did you see the article saying that he's got script writers writing his acceptance speech? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because the jokes why, are good. Because why wouldn't you? You yeah. just hire a lot. He's probably hired the Saturday Night Live team. Yes. Because he's got that much money. Of course. You, you know. know, to write your speech for He'll you. probably do it for free. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah, I Who know. wouldn't? Yeah. I suppose so, yeah. He looks good, doesn't he? He's 56 years old, you know. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't look as good as he used to. I Well, who does? Well, that's true. I think if I had hair, I'd mm. probably be in the sort of ballpark. You're, you're quite uh, rugged looking, though. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? No, I, I would say I'm I mean, not a d- bad looking guy. Does your wife but... ever compliment you on your looks? No. 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 That's never going to happen, is it? No, no, no. She just says that. She calls me the ugly bald. That's nice. Yeah, to the kids. That's nice. So the kids now call me the ugly bald. Right. Shut up, ugly yeah, bald. That's nice. Yeah. So you right. have no res- they show you no respect. No. No. That's shocking. No. There's a book called The Plague by Albert Camus. I have read famous The Plague. existentialist Quite goalkeeper. Quite a short book, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a brilliant Did story. Did you say existentialist goalkeeper? Yeah, Camus was like was a great existentialist philosopher, but he was a fantastic goalkeeper There's as well. There's another Camus you're talking about, aren't you? No, 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 it's the same Camus. Really? Albert Camus, honestly, yeah, look him up. He was, a great goal- he was a great goalkeeper. I think he played for Algeria or something really? like this, or some first division <laughs> team in Algeria. He was really good, <laughs> really good. Did he not live in France? No, he was born in Algeria, yeah, no, which but is I why. He moved to France, didn't he? Well, yeah, I'm sure they flitted, in, flitted in and out. Oh.
I was just telling somebody the story actually about that because uh, I was on honeymoon, believe it or not, in France, having just got married. I, I can believe it because you must have had about twenty-seven honeymoons. I've only point. had one honeymoon. <laughs> really? okay. I've had many honeymoon periods. Okay, 